My love of crowned heads knows no end point. What they do there, John Huber and the team, I think is just spectacular. When I smoke their cigars, I just know that what I'm going to get is right, at least right for my flavor profile. But every year, they come out with the Las Calaveras. It is their annual. They've been doing it every year. And this year, the 2021s are out, have just lit it up. You might find it in your favorite tobacconist shop. You better get it. And you better tell us what you think. Because we don't know what we think yet. We're doing it with you right now. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. I admit, I love what they do. I love who they associate with, with Luciano uh, over at Ace Prime and all the things that they've been doing. I love the Mule Kick, the Four Kicks. I love the Capa Special. This is the Las Calaveras 2021. This is the yellow band in case you're looking for it. We are smoking right here. They've got a couple different Vitolas that this comes out in, but this one is the 6x48, so it's six inches long. tee Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh, and it is a 48 ring gauge. So that's uh, the diameter of the cigar, how thick the cigar is around. tee And I just got so excited, I don't think I introduced us. I'm Tony Katz. <laughs> that right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Just lit this up, and Fingers Malloy, I got to tell you, man, the smile on your face. Uh, listen, this is September 2021. I don't want to get too excited about this. This may be one of my favorites of the year so far. And it's, I mean, and we're barely into it. Barely into it. So this is an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with a Nicaraguan binder and filler. There's a light, nice bit of oil on there, and this splotchy kind of brown wrapper that has these touches of the black, right? So you, Sumatra and Oscuro, it's an, it's an interesting uh, combination because a, a Sumatra wrapper, right? There's Ecuadorian, there's Indonesian. So you're talking about things that give you that coffee and give you that earthy, but Oscuro, that, that double or triple Maduro kind of, kind of feel, add a lot of richness and a lot of boldness to it. There's a lovely bit of almost cinnamon zest thing yeah. going on at the tip. So there's this wonderful tobacco flavor. There's this wonderful sweetness that hits. It does scream immediately for coffee. This is the back deck in the fall. The leaves have started turning. The kids are playing. There's a little bit of crunch on the ground from the fallen leaves. It's that kind of smoke. And everything that I think Crown Huds does has great construction. You really can see some of the leaf in here. There's a little bit of vein that is going on. I don't know if I necessarily object to that, but the weight, the feel of the cigar, for, for a 48 ring gauge, remember, it's a, it's a smaller ring gauge, but it feels very good in the hand. Weight's fine. Feels good in the hand, looks good in the hand. Uh, a nice little bit of spice to it. Also, there's a nutty note there, uh, and it's... It, Along with the nutty note, kind of you get that cedar flavor in it as well. Uh, I did get the cinnamon right away. Boom, right? I mean, this is this is fantastic. And an absolutely perfect draw. Now, this is going to change. So don't, let's not take yeah. our first thing as like <laughs> as the gospel. You got to smoke the cigar through. Maybe we're just both having a really good day. <laughs> it's a good day. The weather has turned from that crazy humidity uh, to 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 really a, a lovely kind of kind of fall like. And we know people are dealing with. Crazy weather to the people in Louisiana who de- and, and Mississippi who dealt with Hurricane Ida. Man, we're, we're feeling for you. 
those storms that then came up through and created flooding in the Northeast. We feel for you guys as well. We hope everybody is safe and, and okay. And if you are, then go have yourself a cigar and you grab your notebook because you are going to want to see what the cigar does for you, especially because it only comes out once a year and it comes out a little differently every year. So whether you bought yourself a couple or you bought yourself a box, you know, you're, well, you're going to try them and, and go through it. First third, second third, final third. That's how you have to review it. You break your cigar up into those thirds. And then what is it that you're experiencing? What is it that you're getting from each of those thirds of those of, of those cigars? I don't want to avoid the little bit of spice that's happening through here, but it, it is a mix. There's a good thing happening on the tongue right now and, and in the palate that's just wonderful. The spice is there and lingers, and so does that cinnamon. But it's not... Uh, overpowering cinnamon. It's it's just a, a light note of cinnamon, and it's it's just very good. It mixes well with the the nutty notes and the and the, and the cedar. It's it's a very good blend of flavors, and uh, I'm really excited about this. The guys over at HalfWheel.com, which is a great great uh, site for learning about cigars and getting a little wonky cigar news. If you're not already on EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. They've got this in, in four different Vitolas. Vitola is size. They've got the 6x48, which we're smoking right now. They have a 5x50, uh, a Robusto right there, a 5 and 3 quarter by 54 and then they have a Petite Lancero. Six and a half as opposed to, you know, more in that seven, seven and a half range by 40 and not the 38 ring gauge. I would do this in a Lancero all day long. Ooh, I got myself a little choked up. Um <laughs> It's 1,250 boxes of each of the three sizes, and then they've got about 2,000 of, of this sampler pack that, that, that they do. Um, it's, it's one of those cigars that's only coming out once a year, so you do want to make sure if you like it, you've grabbed what you need for your humidor, that you've grabbed, what, you know, grabbed it right there and then because it won't be around much longer. Where we record, which is at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis, Indiana, blendbarcigar.com, They've got like they had, I think, f four or five, six boxes out, and now they have two. Wow! And that's in the week last week when I saw it, and then this week when I knew we were gonna review it. So that's the kind of speed that it's 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 moving on. The question, of course, fingers Malloy, is: Is it in your humidor at twelve dollars a stick? Oh, all day, every day at twelve dollars a stick, and I'd be very interested to see uh, how much that sampler pack costs because I'd be interested to see you know how the uh, the the other cigars, uh, you know, weigh in compared to this one because this this is just great. And I'm glad I said 12 because at this Vitola, it's 10.95 is the MSRP. Oh jeez! So, so there you go. You're you're a buck five richer just for talking to you. The Las Calaveras 2021 from Crowned Heads. Uh, one of the things that I enjoy about them, and I think you will enjoy about them, is that it's. It is a nice way to get into cigars, and people who have long smoked and appreciate can have something in their humidor that isn't running them the 30, 40, 50 bucks to really feel like they're getting all of what a blend is supposed to be. Now, we've done this with a straight cut, right? It's a simple cap on there. You don't need to do a V cut. I don't, I would not recommend a punch in this at all. Open this up. Actually, we went, when we do a straight cut, I try and go as shallow as possible. Right where the curve is on the cap, that's where I like to cut. Because it it, it give, does give a touch more focus to the draw, but I'm trying to really save all the cigar. 
went a little bit lower here. Not a full straight, like not down into the scar, still into the curvature, but more into the middle of the curvature because I wanted this to be fully opened up and I think that was the right move to go. So we're talking about maybe millimeters yeah. in terms of where you're gonna place it and where you're gonna place that cut. It's a good reason that you gotta have a sharp cutter and you gotta have a good hand. You wanna do it one and done. This was right. This was absolutely right and I think this is gonna pair fantastically with some of the bourbon we've got coming forward. It's gonna pair perfectly with your backyard or your balcony or anywhere you are. This could I don't know if this is for the golf course. There may be too many good things going on. It's going to be for me this weekend on the golf course. That's for the sure. The Las Calaveras 2021. You got to check it out from crowned heads, guys. Get some while you can. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. The fall is almost upon us, and it means it's Fingers Malloy favorite time of year. Pumpkin spice everything. Pumpkin spice is not a lifestyle. And Bud Light, their seltzer, will be offered in pumpkin spice flavor. Eat, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, a seasonal collection, Fingers Malloy, of Bud Light hard seltzer. They'll have the apple crisp. They'll have the, the maple pear, the toasted marshmallow, and, of course, pumpkin spice. Fingers Malloy, hard seltzer flavor analyst here at Eat, Drink, Smoke. Tell us. That's not a real title. Tell us what you think. First of all, maple pear. When you said that, I almost threw up in my mouth a little. Mm. Pumpkin spice. Almost. Pumpkin spice as a hard seltzer. Listen, I, I, I am not one of these people that will immediately crap on hard seltzer. Right. I'm... I, 95 degree day, someone hands me a hard seltzer, it's refreshing. <laughs> Am I going to drink them all night? No. But if it's 95, I'll drink one. You don't mind not being a man in 95 degree heat. 95 degrees, I'll have one. Because I like soda. It's, it's like soda, except with alcohol. Like a voodoo. By the way, the maple pear flavor, according to the press release, has, and I'm quoting, maple syrup and pear flavors that create a seltzer as cozy as it is bubbly. All right, I'm done with hard seltzer. You describe the, it as cozy. I'm done. I'm done. That is also my profile on Tinder. <laughs> I'm as cozy as I am bubbly. But they have to do something, right? Because I feel like much of the hard seltzer market revolves around summer. Like I just said, 95 degrees. Uh, you know, normally if I'm drinking a beer, I want a stout or a porter. And that's not necessarily the most refreshing thing on a 95 degree day. You hand me one of those, I'll, I'll have, you know, I'll have a hard seltzer. But in the fall, a pumpkin beverage of any type i don't i don't understand pumpkin coffee you know the starbucks uh, it's already out mm -hmm. it was out in august the pumpkin spice coffee at starbucks people were applauding and cheering and saying wait it's still august like it took them a second to catch up to we're not there yet we're nowhere near there yet but there has to be a mathematics to why they get these things out so early well of course it's a big money maker for them and people are anxious to yeah it's the same reason why you'll go into a retail store in the beginning of september and they're already putting christmas trees up yeah like, you're like oh it's way too soon for this why are you doing this why are you serving pumpkin spice in august well because it makes money but your question is not that your question is why do people drink pumpkin spice at all i love pumpkin i can sit if, if sit a whole pumpkin pie in front of me love pumpkin pie 
in uh, Thanksgiving. Give me a little whipped cream, and I will eat the whole pie in one. Pumpkin serving. bread? Yes, absolutely. But pu- pumpkin and coffee? I, I, no. I, pumpkin pie with coffee? Absolutely. I will tell you that over the summer we reviewed from Guinness the nitro stout, the coffee nitro. They have it is a staple now in the refrigerator. Absolutely love it. It's got just that right hidden coffee. It's not as thick as regular uh, Guinness. It works all the time. It is terrific and fantastic. Enjoy it. Not stick. That is one. The Guinness Nitro is one worth drinking. You're saying you won't even try a pumpkin spice beer. No. Absolutely not. You? Well, I mean, I, I think it's stick, but I will try it for the sake of trying it. But I can't imagine myself being drawn to it. Yeah. But then again, I'm not drawn to those kinds of beers anyway because, like you, I, I want the stouts. I want the porters. I want things that you can almost kind of chew. Yeah. You know, I, I want to feel that 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 thickness. That matters. That whole, that whole mouthfeel thing it does it for me in, in a huge and gigantic way. I just think that it's wrong, totally wrong, that you would deny yourself the hard seltzers you love so much. When did that happen? When did you I, love the hard seltzers? I, I don't ever recall saying that. I love hard seltzer? Yes. That yeah, never you, came out you, of my mouth. You, you say it all the time. Now... <laughs> We have talked about some of the labor shortages going on, and we're going to get into some more of these stories because this is getting worse. And it is going to start affecting everything that you do. Never mind just automotive, and we'll get into that. It's going to affect every part of your life, and you need to plan. And, and it, I almost feel like it's, it's public service that we're doing at this stage of the game. It is frightening. It is problematic. There is a trucking shortage going on in terms of the number of truckers. There is, of course, those chip shortages. But in the world of, of, of service and restaurant service, you, can't, you still can't find people. The people are still not there to take the jobs. We know guys who own 40 pizzerias. It's an absolute disaster. Where we, as I said, Blend Bar Cigar, where we record, they have four locations. Man, they have trouble finding people because you need a certain kind of person. And, and we, we were talking about this story over here, there at Eat This, Not That or EatThis.com, how restaurants are slipping in, in a, a quality category, which has to do with, with customer service, uh, I, I believe. And Fingers Malloy looks at me deadpan. He goes, oh, I got a customer service story. And I said, is that right? He goes, it almost got rough. And I said, now Fingers Malloy is 6'3". Fingers Malloy is a mohawk. Fingers Malloy looks at you and you get a little bit afraid. So if somebody's going to create a situation with a guy like Fingers, that's the situation. What happened? So I'm on my way home from the casino. <laughs> That's the way all good stories start, everybody. And uh, it's 2 a.m. It's <laughs> just shy of 2 a.m. That is, of course, the way that story goes. And I get on uh, the Google, and I see that a fast food restaurant is open until 3 by my house. So I get on the app. I order. I get there at 5 after 2. All the lights are on. A customer just leaves the uh, drive through I pull up uh, to order, and I hear... I'm, I'm sorry, we're closed. I said, okay, that's fine. Um, I placed a mobile order. Uh, will you cancel it for me then? Even though I drove all the way across town for this, that's fine. He said, okay, no problem. Yeah, it's canceled. So I get back on the highway because I saw a sign that said this other fast food restaurant was open 24 hours a day. Okay. I drive to that restaurant. I get to the drive through There's a big sign where you order. It says, we are short-staffed. Uh, please come into the restaurant. We can't man our drive through 
fine, fair enough, completely understand. Go, get out of my car, drove 15 minutes back and forth to get to that restaurant, pulled the door open, nobody there except for one person. She says, I'm sorry, we're closed. There was an inner rage that started building because all the lights were on. The lights were on from the highway, lights on all over the restaurant, and then I had an image of a headline. Syndicated radio talk show host goes berserk at local (laughs) fast food restaurant. It's like, no, no, don't be that guy. Listen, we've preached to be patient with restaurant staff. You have to be patient, but you also, as a restaurant staff, have to realize if you're closed, turn off your lights, turn everything off to make it look like you're closed instead of having everything on and drawing people. Wasted a half an hour. I end up getting food at a gas station. So this is much more a story of people being, you know, negligent mm-hmm. to the possible customer's need because that's a turnoff to you going back there in, in the future. But this idea that they can't man the, the drive-thrus, guys, they can't man the drive-thrus. They're closing on Mondays. We, we've talked about this. They're, they're closing on, on Thursdays or, or, or Tuesdays. They're closing for lunch. This has radical impact not just because they can't find people, but the people who have the jobs who aren't going to be able to make the money they want to make. Meanwhile, there are companies on crazy hiring blitzes, and I don't know how they're going to find those people, including Walmart and including Amazon. We have got those stories smoking. The Las Calaveras, the 2021. Oh, it's a musket in your humidor. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Eat, drink, smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Eat, drink, smoke show. Don't forget to go. You can find the podcast if you're not already listening to it. You can see all the great reviews, the things that we're doing, some of the great deals we have out there, especially on humidors from Case Elegance. Use promo code EDS for eat, drink, smoke at caseelegance.com. You're going to get free monogramming. On your humidor, they make great humidors. Fingers Malloy uses the humidors from Case Elegance. Travel uh, cigar humidors, everything that you need. CaseElegance.com. Use promo code EDS for eat, drink, smoke at CaseElegance.com. You will get free monogramming on your humidor. Uh, It's very, very cool stuff. Check it out. CaseElegance.com. Promo code eat, drink, smoke. I think they call it a coupon code, actually. Smoking the Las Calaveras. 2021 into the second third of this cigar more of that earth a little more of that tobacco great cigar yeah i'm getting a little bit of creaminess off of it too well, that's uh, you that I, it could be me could be what i ate today who knows should we play that game you're gonna be disappointed oh well we'll save it for later I don't, i'll save my disappointment <laughs> for later yeah not getting so much a creamy note on here, there's still a fair amount of that spice. There is that that bit of wood. There's the coffee kind of a uh, 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 feel, but uh, a, a generalized sweetness with with uh, a good bit of of of, of earthy and fullness uh, from that this cinnamon Las Calaveras. is still there too. Yeah, a touch. Yeah, I think I think that's all a, a part of it. We are smoking. Uh, it comes in four different vitolas, which means shapes. We're smoking the six by forty eight, six inches long with a forty eight ring gauge, and at about eleven dollars a stick, ten ninety five. The MSRP. Uh, this is lovely stuff, man. Lovely stuff from the people at Crowned Heads. It only comes out once a year. The Las Calaveras 2021. It's time, Fingers Malloy, for News of the Week. Well, I just went over a pleasant story about my experience last weekend trying to get some fast food at 2 in the morning, and everyone is short-staffed at fast food. Not everyone, but a lot of restaurants are short-staffed, and they aren't able to man 
drive-throughs or you know dine-in um, establishments the way they would like to. A McDonald's in Oregon is so desperate for workers that it's plastered a huge banner in front of the restaurant calling on 14 and 15-year-olds to apply for jobs and the starting pay is $15 an hour. Here's the question. Are they allowed to? There might be different laws in the state of Oregon. Um, so, so the people who are listening to us on KXL, you got to answer the question. If, if you're listening on KXL there in Portland, good to have you with us. Is that allowed in the state of Oregon? I don't have the answer, but can a 14 or 15-year-old work? Sure. They can't. I mean, legally well, they can. Uh, I don't see why they, unless the laws have changed. Well, I'm I, not asking if I'm opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. I'm only asking, can they? Unless the laws have changed, and of course it all depends based on the state you live in, but I know growing up I had a job at 15 years old. Yeah, but you were running numbers. Hey, everyone's got to make a dollar. He was, Fingers was very fat. That's how you got the name Fingers. <laughs> right? That's right. Um, I, I guess it's legal because they wouldn't do it if, if, if it wasn't. When you need people, you need people. When you don't have an option, you got to create new options. I, I wonder if a 14 or 15-year-old, uh, like, like that kind of younger teenager, would be a better employee. I, I am amazed that this isn't typical. It was all of my friends when we were teenagers had jobs. How old were you when you had your first job? 42. Uh, I, 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 okay, so the, the first job I ever had was in a video store like a blockbuster kind of store. And I was too young to get the job in New Jersey. My parents had to come in and say, look, he'll do it. He'll show up. And my job, I swear to you, I would, I would check people out. I would stock. But I was the guy who had to do the stock in the um, adult room. Yeah. I'm the one who had to put those away because the other people felt squeamish about it. So there I was, 15 and a half. <laughs> doing doing that, I didn't get any rental uh, for, you know opportunities out of it, but I did I did I did stock and and I I learned much about the ways of love. That's beautiful. <laughs> this this sounds like a Hallmark movie. <laughs> but that was that was my first job. What was your first job? I uh, I was heavily into sports, baseball, basketball, and I got in with the a local rec league, and I was. Uh, uh, an official for basketball and football, and it, I was making nine, ten dollars an hour in the eighties, right. which you know I would spend a whole weekend refereeing basketball games and make a lot of money, it, it, and I loved it. Now, did did people give you a hard time when you called the foul? Oh, I would teach. Co- that, that was the great thing when you're 15 years old and you're you're giving a technical to a 45 year old man. <laughs> like, would they yell at you and scream? Oh, at you? absolutely. So th- so that happens today, except now people actually get into fights mm-hmm. with, with 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 the refs, and and some refs are like, we're not taking this abuse anymore. And I always think that they're right, but we sometimes forget that these things have always happened. Is it is it different now? I think so. I, part of it too is because social media has ruined everything, and everyone, everything, everyone, wants everyone. to film the moment on top of it. Uh, people get angry on social media, and then they take it out on real people in real time. And uh, I believe that that's carried over into society. People see something and get mad on the internet. They go and watch their kids' uh, game. They feel like their kids getting uh, jobbed, and they start yelling at this referee and he's not making hardly any money and the next thing you know uh the, the you know, you've seen umpires just walk off the field say i've had enough of this i don't need this don't need it don't need it there's absolutely no respect now the parent i think part of the problem is parents actually believe 
that their kid is going pro. <laughs> There's that Some too. kids are definitely going pro. The vast majority of kids are going to the ice cream shop. That's how it works. They're waiting for that 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 piece of orange they get after the soccer game. Yeah, that's how. Not your your kid is not going to make money from sports. That is the vast, vast, vast majority. Parents should really be honest about what their kid is. Are, are they having fun? Shouldn't that matter for something? Anything? I I am thankful that my kids were never. I mean, we tried it. We tried soccer. We tried football. My kids aren't big enough for football. And the coach was awful and ridiculous. I had to jump in a few times. And you learn that where they did this, the, the, the coaches already knew. They are already planning for who's going to play in high school. At, yeah. at, at, at the age of, what, 11? They're already planning this. And so they took the kids who had no experience or didn't have the right fatherly connections, and they put them on that team. And my kid was on that team. We didn't know. We just wanted to play some football. And it, Turned them off. All right, I'm done. Yeah, you're and, I mean, th- those coaches did that. You're playing against a team with 12 year olds that already have sneaker deals, right? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, they, they've already they've already signed the nil contract, <laughs> name, image, like this because because that's not allowed by the NCAA. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad they don't because what they what they do it's it's it was I actually dragged them because I wanted them to be able to know how to handle themselves. I think that's really important. I like martial arts for that purpose I dragged them to Krav Maga which is Israeli street fighting and so they they were they were young and I, I said we're, we're going and brought them to take a look at the class and they're like yeah sure come be a part of it they wouldn't take off their coats and they sat and they watched as the class started by the end of the class coats were off they were doing it it's been years now nice it's been years and I learned only recently that weird moment that I, I don't know, moms don't have this. I mean, they might, they might, but dads have this. That moment you realize that your kid may very well be stronger than you. <laughs> that moment when you're like, oh, oh, okay. The roughhousing went from you kind of messing with them to them being able to mess with you, but they don't know they can mess with you and they're still a little worried about messing with you. But holy cow. Yeah. My kids got some, they got some strength. There's a, the days of roughhousing are over. Yeah, it's like when you're out playing basketball with your kid and uh, he or she beats you for the first time and you're like, oh, that wasn't supposed to happen. Right. Until at least another three or four years. Then you start questioning uh, everything about how you lived your life. But I'm just glad we never got into uh, the the those sports and like because then you got to do the travel and I mean I know some people they make a whole lifestyle of it I don't want the lifestyle I don't mind saying I'm selfish in that regard I don't want to travel seven hours for a game that's going to be rained out I don't I don't want to be a part of it so I I, I lucked out because it maybe maybe I kind of forced it I don't know subliminally <laughs> I did that because it worked out in my favor we were talking about shortages we've got a list we you know you talk about this mcdonald's in oregon trying to hire 14 year olds amazon's trying to hire forty thousand people including stoners this is eat drink smoke remember you can find our reviews on cigars bourbon and food over at our website eatdrinksmokeshow.com so these labor shortages and how they impact all of us because they impact everything. And yes, it's going to impact cigars and bourbon somewhere down the line. Now, we're seeing that the imports are coming in. But there's going to be, as we watch everything else happen, how long can that last? What problems will we see 
coming into 2022. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there, America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Amazon is looking for 40,000 workers. They're going to host a virtual career fair in their latest look uh, for, for, for jobs. They want to fill 55,000 roles globally in, in the coming months. A 20% increase in their tech and corporate staff. That's just part of what they're looking for. And, of course, they're looking for everything on the, on the side of, of delivery and fulfillment. And so what they've decided, according to Bloomberg, is pot smokers. So many people are smoking weed and not able to get past a drug test. They're like, eh, you can be a delivery driver. Those vans are big. You won't get hurt. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. This has to happen, though, doesn't it? They are prominently advertising that they don't screen applicants for marijuana use. I, does it have to happen? I think that, that it's... I think that I think that we're the, the problem is bigger than we think. Now that's not to say that someone who's smoking marijuana is also driving, right? It's not like somebody who has a, has a bourbon is driving. That'd be a ridiculous thing to say, but it does tell you where we are at and where cultural norms ha- have have changed. You know, we talk about the the onslaught of abuse that smokers take. We're not talking about cigarette smokers; they take their own uh, abuse. They, they lump cigars in there, and of course, that that's a sin. But that's that is evil. But the pot smoker, I'm not I'm not even anti-cannabis. I'm just saying that the pot smoker is now, yeah, yeah, you you're invited. You're welcome. Come on down. Happy to have you. Well, here's the deal. And listen, I don't want to get into a whole discussion about marijuana and whether people should smoke it or it's it, I, that's a whole different thing for a different that day. That ain't our that ain't our bag. It's not. But if you are a pot smoker in a state where recreational marijuana use is legal, and you're buying it through the state and you're paying taxes and you're obeying the law, I could see where these individuals would be saying, well, wait a minute, I'm, I'm not breaking the law. Why can't I work for a company? Why are you testing me for a substance that the state has deemed legal and I'm paying taxes to as, as part of the purchase? I, I could see where there would be frustration uh, from those individuals. So as is described, you know, Amazon has these delivery partners, the people who manage the, the, you know, the delivery drivers and everything else. Marijuana is the prevailing reason people fail drug tests. And so now they're only testing for opiates and amphetamines. They still <laughs> test for those. Maybe, thank goodness. But here's the weird one. This is the numbers that Amazon gives. And as Bloomberg puts it, they don't explain how they got to these numbers. Screening for marijuana cuts the prospective worker pool by up to 30%. But by eliminating the marijuana question, they can boost the number of job applicants by as much as 400%. We believe this number? That's a, I mean, that's, I mean, picture anything that you're doing. I mean, they're not just, you know, interviewing four people and say, oh, that's 400% higher. It's a huge number. Lots of these statistics feel like they're made up. 87% of people believe that. Right? I fumbled that joke. No, it's, it was it's good. The, it's from The Simpsons, too. But here's the deal. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I under, if you're someone, uh, you look, you're Amazon. It's hard to say to someone if it's legal in the state that they can't work for you. But on the other side of it, you certainly don't want someone under the influence to be driving one of your little magic blue vans that says Amazon on the side. And they're, they're high. 
we're, we got to get to a point soon where there's got to be a way, uh, you know, similar to a breathalyzer test where you can test people to see if they're if they're under the if influence at put, the time. Now, I oppose this for, for, for cars. I, I would never allow in my car, I would never uh, go for any kind of legislation that says everyone has to have this. But if the company wants to put the breathalyzer in the van, you got to breathe into it before you drive, people would be like, oh, okay, we don't care now. You, you, you would, you would in, in that way, end that problem. Applebee's has been so desperate for people that they offered free appetizers to applicants. They were looking to hire 10,000 people at Applebee's. Walmart is looking to hire 20,000 people. And remember, we're just in the start of September. We're talking about the Christmas rush and deliveries around the corner. That's what they're gearing up for. You better order your Christmas gifts today, right now. Be, and, and I won't be surprised if these companies start saying, hey, start ordering now. The other thing. It's good, you're you're going to be hoed. They are not coming on Christmas. The other thing, too. Did you see the starting wage at Walmart? No. $20 an hour for these 20,000 people that they're talking about hiring for. This uh, is my last show with Eatering Smoke. <laughs> But they've come a long way with wages and retail in the last two years. This is this is amazing, and we've we've talked about it on previous shows where Walmart and Target they're now talking about helping uh, their employees with their education costs when they go to, to college because they want them as lifers. I mean, that's what they're trying to do: build that brand loyalty and say, "Look, you got a job. We'll take care of the education." But now I think the question should go the other way: Why even bother with college? If you were somebody who had anything on the ball, you showed up on time, as I, tra- as I have trained my kids, if you show up five minutes early, you will manage the place in three months. <laughs> yeah. That's all it takes very often. And by the way, that was true even before all this happened. Do you really need college or do you really need the courses to help you understand the business? A more specialized training that's laser-like focus on what you're going to be doing versus a four-year education where three-quarters of it you're never going to use. That's an interesting conversation to have, but also I think it's something that's generational where it's still hard for, you know, like, for instance, Gen Xers, the idea of our kids going off and not going to college when it's so ingrained. It's almost part, you might as well say, like the American dream. Oh, you're going to own a house someday. You're going to own that home. Oh, you're going to go to college and you're going to get a bachelor's degree. It may be time to rethink some of this stuff. And so we're clear, the millennial set and maybe even Gen Z, they don't look at home ownership as the thing. Right. That is not where they see uh, their 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 value at, at all. We've already seen what labor has done to the price of new construction and everything else. So this is all going to play into, as we discussed, how it affects your life. And it, if... If you're somebody looking to buy, whether it's it's a Christmas gift or whether you're looking for those new appliances, you better be thinking ahead in huge ways. We still have to get into the whole story of, of, of chip shortages and how this is affecting the car market. Once again, I have now spoken with a bunch of car dealers. It's worse than we think. And the numbers that we, the people, are paying for cars, can you say surcharge? <laughs> Because it's no longer just MSRP. MSRP was a dream. Right. Now we're into the place of full-on surcharge. Smoking this Las Calaveras, the 2021. This is an absolutely wonderful smoke. 
made for the fall time weather with that Sumatra Oscuro wrapper, the, Equ the Ecuadorian Sumatra. Uh, Oscuro wrapper. This is just a lovely cigar, and at ten ninety five, really eleven dollars, twelve dollars a stick. You better grab some of these for your humidor while you can, and then head over to mypillow.com and use promo code Tony, and you can get fifty percent off any Giza Dream sheets with a price as low as forty nine ninety nine. They're great sheets. They're great pillows. They're great slippers. Fifty percent off the my slippers made in the U S. And honestly, I'm thrilled with the product. I'm thrilled with what they do. You head over to MyPillow.com, right? You're going to save 50% on Giza Dream Sheets and My Slippers. MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square and use promo code TONY, T-O-N-Y, at checkout. You're going to get the discounts on, on the MyPillow mattress topper, the towel sets. I also use those. Everything that they've got. This sale, this is the sale of the year. They're having it now when you use promo code TONY. T-O-N-Y. Check out MyPillow.com. Check out these Giza Dream sheets. That cotton is fantastic. MyPillow.com. Promo code Tony. MyPillow.com. Promo code Tony. The month of September is National Bourbon Heritage Month, which means for us the greatest month that ever exists in the history of mankind. And to celebrate, well, we were going to do 1792 bourbon because that's the year Kentucky became a state. And you might as well celebrate the state of Kentucky when you're talking about bourbon, even though bourbon doesn't have to come from Kentucky. But we were out of it. We didn't have any. We thought we had it. We didn't have it. So we went right to the bottled and bond. Let's tell a story. The Old Forester 1897. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food drink the fine bourbon and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. Bottled in bond, what does it mean? Well, bourbon has rules. There are laws about bourbon. They're on uh, the books. Bourbon has regulations it has to follow. 51% corn in a first-use charred oak barrel. You can't use that barrel again for anything that would be called bourbon into the barrel at a certain proof, out of the barrel at a certain proof. You can only bring that proof down with water. It's the only thing you can add. You add anything else, it's not bourbon at that point. Bottled and bond is something a little bit different. Bottled and bond refers to a standard. The standard goes and follows, as follows. It has to be the product of a single distillation season by a single distiller at a single distillery stored and bottled in a bonded warehouse under U.S. government supervision for no less than four years and it must be bottled at 100 proof. Those are the rules for bottled and bond, and that's why we're doing the Old Forester 1897. It is indeed 100 proof. Anything 100 proof or over gets a little bit of applause from Fingers Malloy. 72% corn on the mash bill, according to BreakingBourbon.com. 18% rye and 10% malted barley. That is a traditional golden with just the slightest hit of amber in the color uh, right there. Very, very attractive. And a nose that says bourbon. That's, that's, that is, it's floral, actually. There is, there is a big, big burst of flour going on in there. And just that right, right hit of oak. Absolutely, positively perfect, Fingers Malloy. And a little, What's it telling you? And a little bit of caramel, too. I agree with everything you say. Uh, 
with those other notes, but I'm getting some caramel as well. No, I don't. I don't think you're wrong about that. I think I think that it's all there in those more traditional bourbon kind of uh, of flavors that you expect from the nose. It's all right there, absolutely perfect, and actually a pretty good viscosity, right? So when you move it around the glass, we always start it neat in a Glencairn glass. Is usually where we start with it. That's that oddly shaped glass, kind of looks almost fluted, but it bows out a little bit and then comes back in. The purpose of which is really to be able to get your nose in there, be able to check it against the light, be able to move it around and see how it moves. It sticks to the glass very nicely. Sometimes your bourbon is a little more a little more liquid, a little more water, if you will. Um, and sometimes it's, it's, it's thicker. This is a nice viscosity. It feels good in the glass and is hugging the glass very well. As I've swirled it around in the glass, I have noticed a little bit of what you usually describe as an ethanol smell. Not much, but just a hint uh, not overpowering in any way, shape, or form. No, absolutely not. By the way, this is named the 1897 because the Bottled and Bond Act was passed in 1897. That's how it gets the name. You ready to give this a, a try, Fingers Moy? Tony, I've been ready for this all day. That's going on the T-shirt, baby. Going on the T-shirt. There he goes. The Old Forester, 1897, from uh, the Whiskey Row series. He has taken the sip. He's doing what's known as the Kentucky Chew, how you move it around the mouth. I usually do two sips because the taste buds take a hit right at the first. You just took a big breath. Yeah. Well, uh, you're right. A little bit too much of the Kentucky Chew. Oh, is that right? Yeah. It has nothing to do with the, the old Forester. Uh, the dark fruit is there. Uh, a little bit of the caramel, it is there. Oak, there. Uh, the sting on the tip of the tongue coats your mouth on the palate going down no burn whatsoever uh, very enjoyable let me see here we go you ready yes he's going in to your, to your health people there he goes he's looking at his glass as he does the Memphis Munch ah uh, that's not bad oh that's not bad at all there's no burn going down I didn't even get a sting on the tongue. Really? The slightest bit of heat center chest right there. Oh my. Yeah, there is there is a crazy amount of caramel and vanilla on there. Someone might even consider this who's more thinking of those bigger ochre oak flavors a little too sweet, but works for the works for the room. Oh, this is nice. You know, you brought up the dark fruit. What I get on the nose is is floral, which I guess someone could see as as fruit, I don't get a dark fruit on the palate. I think I'm overwhelmed by the vanilla, a little bit of a, a touch of oak in there on the palate, but coating the tongue perfectly. And you know, I was talking about that viscosity. It feels freaking great. It feels great. Like there's something, like there's something full and complete in there. I'm even wondering if I'm going to bring this to a cube because we do it neat. That's how we start. We start neat. And then we decide if we're going to bring it to a big rock or we're going to add ice chips or maybe just a little bit of water. Remember, that that will bring down the proof. No doubt about that. But it's also opening up where some of those flavors are. And things become more pronounced. Things become less pronounced. You, you get other new flavors out of this. The Old Forester 1897 bottled in Bond. This is... This is a nice, good bourbon. You no, know, we talked about the Las Calaveras and how it has, it, it screams fall, this right. cigar. To me, this screams fall, too. I mean, this is such a good pairing, and it feels like we should be around a campfire 
sipping on this and enjoying a cigar. I agree with you. I, I'm not sure uh, I'm going to put this on the big rock. I'm really enjoying this neat. Maybe I'll put a couple drops of, of cool water just to see what happens because it's my job. But I, I don't think that I really want to do it because it's, it's very good neat. And it's a solid finish. It's not bothering you afterwards. It's staying right there. For me, there is a little heat center chest. It's actually working its way back up a, a, a little bit to the, to, the, to the front of the throat. Um, but lovely all the way around. The question, Fingers Malloy. Wait, you had a question? Did you have a question? I was just saying that this is really bringing out the cinnamon in the cigar again yes, for me. Because we're into the final third of this Las Calaveras, the 2021. They do their annual edition there from the people at Crowned Heads. And yes, a little more of the cinnamon does pick up from the cigar. This is actually an excellent pairing. But is this in your liquor cabinet, Fingers Malloy? At wait, did I, did I have the price? Did I? I thought I, I thought I had uh, the price there. I believe it's fifty dollars a bear uh, a bottle. Is it fifty dollars uh, for bottle? only fifty dollars a barrel? But it's fifty dollars a bottle. Fifty dollars a bottle, Fingers Malloy. Is it in your liquor cabinet at fifty dollars a bottle? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Now, it's so interesting. We did the Peerless last week for the people who get the podcast. To make sure you get it at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Play, Good Pods. It is everywhere. Spotify. And that was, that was a lovely bourbon. It was $75 a bottle. And we said, it, nice, but not at $75. At $50, I would still rather this was $42.95. <laughs> but this can be in your humidor. I'm not in your humidor. In your liquor cabinet. Well, it may end up in your humidor. <laughs> Drink enough of it. This is a really nice bourbon that's going to work for the whole table. Great to have in these coming months, no matter where you live, the Old Forester 1897 Bottled and Bond. Guys, nice bourbon, classic bourbon flavors with a little bit on that sweet side. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke. On Facebook, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. And Instagram at eat, drink, smoke podcast. Yet another story about someone burning themselves with hot coffee. Wasn't me pouring it on my computer. This is a story out of Starbucks out of Houston where we are heard on KSEV. It's eat, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. This woman is suing. Because she suffered burns from a coffee. She's in the drive-thru back in April. A barista, barista told her she had been given the wrong drink. So the woman is handing the hot drink back to the barista when the lid came off and it spilled in her lap. She got first and second degree burns causing, and I'm quoting here, severe personal injuries and damages. So what their argument is is that Starbucks created a dangerous condition with the drink temperature and the failing lid, then failed to warm her, warn her, and now she wants seventy-five thousand dollars for personal injuries and damages. Fingers Malloy, legal analyst here at Eat Drink Smoke, does she have a case? Of course she does, because she she's does? suing Starbucks, and Starbucks has deep pockets, Tony. Oh, that's why she has a case. Uh, first of all, isn't this isn't this story so nineteen ninety three? Mm-hmm. I, 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 seriously, I I can't believe we're still. They, they put warning labels on on uh, coffee cups now at certain places, saying this coffee may be hot to try to get themselves out of lawsuits like this. In 2017, a Florida woman sued Starbucks because the lid popped off when she got her drink, spilled in her lap, first and second degree burns. She won a hundred thousand dollars. 
So therefore, this is a nuisance suit that's going to come up every now and again, and Starbucks is going to take their deep pockets and say, okay, here you go. Can I tell you a little story? <laughs> I only hope you would. Now, this is apples and oranges, I know. Okay? But I was in a pretty serious auto accident back in 2014. Yes, you were. Uh, someone crossed the center line, fell asleep at 7 o'clock in the morning. They were a third shifter going home from work, fell asleep, crossed the center line, hit me almost head on in uh, my pickup truck. I rolled over twice and ended up in the ditch. I was off work for six weeks. Uh, I still have injury to my back that's never going to go away. I'm carrying it with me for the rest of my life. Pain and suffering I got out of that, it's a fraction of what this woman may get for having a first and second degree burn from coffee. And it drives me absolutely nuts when I see this. I've had a first or second degree. You've been hit by Starbucks. Oh, or I've had a first, second degree burn from the sun. I should have sued the sun, Tony. So I should have done. I don't don't think that's. It doesn't doesn't work that way? No, it doesn't work that way. But this does lead us into America's favorite game, What Did Fingers Malloy Eat Today? If you go to eatdrinksmokeshow.com, you can actually see what it is Fingers Malloy has been eating. And what he eats will astonish and amaze you. And when I say astonish and amaze, make you sick and will make you ask the question, Fingers Malloy, how are you still alive? Now, you said, Fingers, we would be disappointed with what you ate today because usually... It involves a vending machine and then the vending machine next to the vending machine. <laughs> but Fingers Malloy, was today a good day? Fingers Malloy, what did you eat today? This should be a spinoff of uh, what did Fingers Malloy eat today? Right. Because this is fad diet, Fingers Malloy? No, you're not. This morning, Tony. Are you doing Atkins, Fingers Malloy? Yes, sir. <gasps> So the back on the Atkins, yeah, like a guy, like a guy who just can't give up the smack. <laughs> Fingers Malloy, back on the Atkins. By the way, if you're addicted, get help. I just <laughs> the lawyers demand it. Right. Go ahead. Uh, this morning, I uh, had two pieces of toast that was made from zero carb bread. Oh crap! And I uh, slathered a bunch of cream cheese on it. And I, I call that my struggle plate bagel. <laughs> And I chased that with 30 ounces of coffee that had heavy whipping cream and Splenda. And then for lunch, Tony, I had a Cobb salad from Chick-fil-A and a diet soda. Fingers. Yeah. So so let's ask. Fingers Malloy, how are you still alive? Uh, Well, I could tell you right now I hate myself. You have no idea how much I hate myself. I want to dive into, I want to break into a Dunkin' Donuts at four o'clock in the morning and go totally crazy because it's been six days of uh, zero carb lifestyle. So this this could be like the uh, false spinoff of uh, what is fingers waiting. And then oh, no. people can no. anxiously await when I fall off the wagon. This won't last till fall because it's Labor Day weekend. I hope everybody has a wonderful Labor Day. And you're going to do a little bit of, of the golfing. Yep. And, and you're telling me. That when you're out there and on the links, as they say, they call them the links fingers. <laughs> what do they? Uh, that's what that's what the people say. That's what the kids say. The youth. Uh-huh. Um, you're not gonna maybe uh, have a snack. Maybe have a nope. beer. Maybe have four beers. Maybe uh, have a case of beer. Uh, well, bourbon, as you know, Tony, uh, has no carbs. 
Is that true? Yeah. Oh, science. Zero carbs in, in the bourbon. So I'll be uh, sipping on some bourbon on the golf course uh, while I uh, shoot four or five under par. And that'll ah. be my that'll be my weekend. And then I will come back next week, and I will tell you that I have continued this. Uh, you know, people who uh, go on diets, they call it a journey now, Tony. Uh, my weight loss journey, Tony. That's what I I'm have doing. a better chance of buying a grill <laughs> than you have of staying on Atkins. <laughs> I just want to say that for the record. I've been on it for six days, lost 44 pounds. <laughs> the story of Jeopardy won't stop. And Jeopardy has done more damage to itself in how they have looked for a host and the firing of hosts. I'm, I'm curious to see if people watch when it, when it does come back. Alex Trebek passes away. They do this whole search for hosts, and as Fingers Malloy said, it was a scam from the beginning. A total scam from the beginning. They already knew who they were going to use. LeVar Burton desperately wanted the job, and they never even reached out to him for the job. So it was an inside thing. They were going to use Mayim Bialik of uh, Big Bang Theory and Blossom uh, to uh, do the college spinoffs and and the specials. Close friend of yours. Uh, Not necessarily, but I I would love to talk to her. Uh, And they were going to use a guy named Mike Richards, who was the executive producer of of uh, Jeopardy and also of Wheel of Fortune. But then they found out that uh, about a decade ago, he went on a podcast that doesn't exist anymore and he said things about women's breasts and about how women dress. And that was so offensive that he couldn't be the host anymore. And then they decided, well, you know what? People are still upset. So now you're fired. He's no longer the executive producer of Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy. And now they're going back through his history in game shows and talking about how he left, according to The Hollywood Reporter, a tumultuous legacy at The Price is Right, including one person accusing him of ageism and microaggressions. We, the the destruction of this guy for no reason whatsoever. If you don't like something he said on a podcast, that's fine. This is destruction of a human being we're watching. Can you explain microaggressions to people out there who, who don't know what microaggressions sure, are? Sure, sure. A microaggression is me saying that your mother's a skank. Wait, is that not a microaggression? I'm offended. You should lose your job. <laughs> uh, a microaggression is the idea that you would perceive a slight, whether it actually exists or not, and whether the other person who you're claiming did the slight did it or not. We've really lowered the bar as far as how people can lose their jobs. If it, basically saying something like that could could cost you your... I mean, and that's a sweet gig, too. Oh, uh, gosh, yes. Executive producer of a game show? You know that being a game show host, I would give it all up to be a game show host. It's not even a question. I would give it all up to be a game show host. Which one? Uh, match game. Match game would be it or Hollywood Squares. No question about it. That's, that's, uh, like, that's, that's the gig. For me, The Bachelorette. I'm, oh. a, I'm a hopeless romantic. You are. You really are. They're digging into this guy's history to further destroy him. What? This is who we are? Yes. Ug- ugly as sin. Not ugly. The Old Forester, 1897, bottled in bond. Oh, it's very good. $50 a bottle. You could see it in your liquor cabinet. And the Las Calaveras... It really did keep that touch of, of, of cinnamon in there. It kept that, that bit of, of earth and that little bit of cedar. Just a fantastic. The 2021 Las Calaveras from Crowned Heads. This is enjoyable. $12, $11, $12 a stick. 
They're only out once a year, so grab them while you can. Do it, and make sure you follow us on Instagram, Eat, Drink, Smoke Podcast on Instagram. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Did you know Audible isn't just for audiobooks? They have podcasts, too. And you guessed it, Eat, Drink, Smoke is now on Audible. Listen to us there. Eat, Drink, Smoke.